Hello. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. Okay. Okay. So how do I jump into what I'm going to talk about today? Today I'm going to talk just a tiny bit about abramelin. That might be the first time you have ever heard that word, which is actually a name. It is the name of a man who lived in Egypt. And he taught another man named Abraham von Worms how to connect with, bond with, his holy guardian angel and to receive knowledge and conversation with his holy guardian angel to teach him the true wisdom and the sacred magic. There is a grimoire, which is another name for a magical book, and this book is called the Book of Abramelin. I'm holding it up for the video. There are two, if not three, or more versions of the Book of Abramelin. The most known translation that is reliable and easy to read is by um, translated by George or Georg Den. So it's the Den version. So the book of Abramelin. This is my particular, very specific, somewhat Gnostic, somewhat kind of beyond that tradition of communing with the divine. And last year, there was a time when I disappeared. So you might know me from doing stand-up comedy. And that's really how I started this podcast, was a because I was interested in spirituality, and I was also doing comedy. And so I thought, let's combine them and then do this podcast. And so I was doing that. I was doing comedy and meditation and all of that kind of stuff. And then one day, I did a shit ton of DMT. It is not new to me to have done DMT. But I was like, I just felt like there's more. There's more than all this fun that I'm having by going out on acid and getting drunk and then doing blow. It's like that is a magical and mystical experience and lots of fun things happened during that time. Lots of not fun things happened during that time as well. Though not really on acid. On acid, I feel like I was able to kind of steer the ship, you know, as a professional. So anyway, I had done DMT before many times and I just was like, just felt called to just like I gotta know more like they I know that there's more like I was like into I was like getting into ghosts and like paranormal I'm just like there's gotta be something else so let me hit this shit let me hit this DMT and fucking blast off and you know it's cray 
is that I did and fucking reality became two-dimensional. Have you ever looked through binoculars before? How it just looks like layers of paper, just like Photoshop layers? Like that's what my reality became. It was like the opposite. I was like, I'm trying to blast off and I hit the fucking ceiling. Mac Miller's got a lyric, RIP Mac Miller, you know, he's like, when you're high but you're underneath the ceiling. I'm like, exactly. So I was like, fuck, 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 this isn't real. It's like, none of this is real. The aliens are in charge. I was there, guys. I was there. I was there. I saw it. I experienced the game. I experienced the illusion that, well, it is all a game, but that it was like I was being slammed down. It was like these entities I don't know, the DMT entity, the aliens, the machine elves, somebody like added another layer of a, of the filter, of the veil, and it's like slammed me down. I had a fucking crisis. I was like, well, shit, I can't kill myself. It's like, you know, to start all over, right? This is like, I was down in the dumps for a couple of days, and I called a friend who was like a husband of a comedian in New York, and I've known him from... He's just like one of those people who's just like always talking crazy, always talking about aliens and math and stuff. And I was like, wait a second, this fucking crazy person who I love, I say that like out of love. I was like, this is exactly the person who I need to call in this scenario. So I called him and I was like, dude, I was like, reality is not real and I'm fucked. And he's like, yes, and also other things. He said, it's both and, and like that was all I needed to hear to just like let out some steam and just like, 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 yeah, exactly. This is an infinite universe. I'm not just stuck. Like that's just like got slammed down. And so it's like a lot of the like fun of life kind of really took a little bit of a damper. I was going through a lot of shit, going through a lot of shit at the time and Okay, so, and then it was like, I still was like processing, being like, I know that there's more out there. It's like, I want the spooky. Like, where's the spooky? It's like, where's the spooky? Okay, so it's like two months later, and I literally, I was like just trying out magic. I've had dabbled before. I was just like, fuck it. It's like, let's get these student loans paid off for real. Um, I don't advise going on YouTube to find a money spell um unless you want um not money but other strange things to happen so don't go to youtube for your money spells just look at some of these psalms because these psalms are tested and tried through a furnace seven times and so they are pure and so they're not going to lead your blinds to all get fucked up in your house or a dent to appear in your car in a parking garage of atlantic city so that's why it's good to use the Lord's word when doing magic. Um, there's lots of different ways to do magic. You know, live and learn. I mean, live and learn. How else would I know to not use a YouTube spell? And if I hadn't just done a YouTube spell. So anyway, so I was dabbling with magic. And then it's like some of these small little spells that m my ex and I at the time, we were try trying out, my boyfriend at the time, 
and like we just like started finding money and just like some of the stuff like started working we we're like whoa you're telling me magic is real it's like really simple like folk magic like where you like do a little rhyme while you tie knots check out new world Ri- new world witchery has an audio spell book and that's where the world became alive to me i was like whoa and then after I started dabbling and like kind of was like open to like, whoa, wait a second, there's something going on here. And I literally, shit, for real, I mean, shit. It's like, I got, I was called. I, let's just say that. Like, I was called. Like, duh, fuck. Reality opened back up for me a couple months later after the DMT slammed me down. It's like, then my helpful spirit friends and guardians, I called upon them. I called upon them. And they told me that magic is real and that I should look into it. And that, in fact, it's part of why I'm here. That my degree in philosophy, my love of God, And being like so all up God's ass like as a kid like theology. I love theology. I like it's like all of that devotion. All of that quest for truth has actually led me to a magical path. And so last year when I took the hiatus from comedy and there was the break in the podcast. It's because I was going through a particular ritual purification to receive knowledge and conversation with my holy guardian angel via this grimoire, this book that is called The Book of Abramelin. And so since then, I have devoted my life to this higher purpose. And so that's why you hear me like mourning the loss of like stand-up comedy and going out and getting drunk. But you know what? I chose this path because... I saw how far I could get on my own and how far I could get on my own was just underneath the ceiling. And so the way for me to level up and to see the spooky shit is to go through a process of purification and to clear away the layers and the blockages that might cloud my vision from seeing the extra dimensional, ultra dimensional spirit world, whatever you want to call it, energetic sources and connectivity. There's a lot of things that I could say or that I couldn't say, but that that's where I am. So I guess I never really explained that on this podcast is like, what the fuck happened to you, Amanda? Like, what? Like, now we're talking about the Bible. It's like, yes, yes, I still like to do things, like, have fun, but that I also feel like a higher calling. And so I'm saying all of that because the book of Abermelon is where I'm pulling today's use of the Psalms. Previously, we've been working out of the Book of Gold in the 6th and 7th books of Moses, both of which are also grimoires, a.k.a. magical books. And so today's use for Psalm 107 actually comes from the Book of Abermelon. And so I wanted to give a shout out to that. Shout out to Sophia, to God's wisdom, to my holy guardian angel, to the Holy Spirit, to the divine spark within me, within you. Shout out to your divine nature. 
And here we learn something interesting from this beautiful tradition of Abermelon with Psalm 107. Okay. If you are locked between iron doors and kept imprisoned by your enemy. So I'm going to read this from the book of Abermelon. This is the George Georg Den version. This is page 92. The greater the danger, the more is the help and wonder of Adonai. Therefore, keep it close to you and don't use it thoughtlessly. This is true, and I have tried it with Esau, your cousin. This is He's writing to his son. This is the author's writing to his son. Are you in danger of your life or great bodily injury? Fall on your knee. Call Adonai from your deepest heart that he may hear you and help you out of your misery. Then go to the gate and speak seven times in a different tone. Adonai, oh, we would please you for your goodness and for your wonderful works to the children of men. So that's from Psalm 107. Side note. Okay. Then write or scratch on the door, and if you have nothing else, do it with your finger and spit. Strike against the door seven times with your hands stretched. As soon as you see the door open, speak before leaving. Quote, we, that we are saved by Adonai, who saved us from misery, shall speak the words, Sing praises unto Adonai, for he is good, his mercy is everlasting. So the words that you write are, Adonai, remember David and his promise. Below that, write, Yehovah. And below that, write, he breaks the gates of brass and smashes nails of iron. P.S. And this, the Jew Abraham says here, what the Christians write about their first prophet Simon, called Petrus, aka Simon Peter, he came out of jail only because of this recipe or one similar, at least one coming from the same source interesting oh i love it love it so if you're locked between iron doors and kept imprisoned by your enemy and wish to be free as so too was the prophet simon fall on your knee call unto adonai say adonai that we would praise you for your goodness and for your wonderful works to the children of men then write or scratch on the door adonai remember david and his promise below writing it jehovah and below that he breaks the gates of brass and smashes the nails of iron then strike against the door seven times with your hand stretched and as soon as you see the door open speak while leaving before leaving we, that we are saved by Adonai, who saved us from misery, shall speak the words, sing praises unto Adonai, for he is good. His mercy is everlasting. All right, and here's Psalm 107. Enjoy. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. 
and he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Those who sat in darkness and in the shadow of death, bound in affliction and irons, because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor, they fell down and there was none to help. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness in the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food and they drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Those who go down to the sea in ships who do business on great waters, they shall see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commands and raises the stormy wind, he lifts the waves from the sea. They mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depths, their soul melts because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like drunken men and are at their wits' end. Then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble and he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm so that its waves are still, then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desired haven. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the assembly of the people and praise him in the company of the elders. He turns rivers into a wilderness, and the water springs into dry ground, a fruitful land into barrenness, for the wickedness of those who dwell in it. He turns a wilderness into pools of water, and dry land into water springs. There he makes the hungry dwell, that they may establish a city for a dwelling place, and sow fields and plant vineyards, that they may yield a fruitful harvest. He also blesses them, and they multiply greatly, and he does not allow their cattle to decrease. When they are diminished and brought low through oppression, affliction, and sorrow, he pours contempt on princes and causes them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Yet he set the poor on high, far from affliction, and makes their families like a flock. The righteous see it and rejoice, and all iniquity stops its mouth. Whoever is wise will observe these things, and they will understand the loving kindness of the Lord.